of the same rap songs uh-huh. Every new hit should sing along yeah. Rap is so boring, now correct me if I'm wrong yeah. It's like they took the art, art form I'm tired of the same rap songs Good evening, this is Sean P This is Big Group And we are the brothers Coming to you live from the Boogie Down Bronx Bringing you another episode of our podcast And uh, just jumping right into it uh, Well, first of all, how are you doing? How are you doing, Big Group? Doing good. Hopefully yourself as well. Yeah, taking it one day at a time. You know, life has its challenges, but that's why they call it life. One day at a time. One life to live, baby. Yeah. So for our listeners, jumping into the episode, tonight's topic and title is Five Finger Discounts. And i um, not sure how many people have been paying attention to the news. I actually feel like a lot of people are tuning the news out. And that doesn't mean that things aren't happening. It means people are just not aware of it or paying attention to it. So um, uh, big group, five-finger discount. Um, what is it and why is it and why are we bringing it to our listeners? Well, me working in retail, I've noticed in the last couple of years where people decide that they don't want to pay for goods anymore. They just simply go to the store, pick up everything they like, and walk out the store. And no one does a thing to stop them. Exactly. Hence the title, Five Finger Discount. Basically, um, we were talking offline before, and, and you're right. There's a certain brazenness that's kind of entered um, into that realm of thievery, retail thievery. And um, it's 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 not good in New York. There's some stories in New York the last couple of weeks which will blow people's minds. The Gucci store got robbed in the middle of the day. And again, we're talking about broad daylight, middle of the day, lunchtime, people on the streets. Like, it just doesn't phase anybody. And then a lot of the stories have been out west in San Francisco, certain places where stores have literally closed down because they were losing so much from retail theft that it wasn't worth being in business. That has a major impact on everyone, including the economy, because stores employ people. People get their paychecks. They spread it in the community. So when you start taking these stores out of the community, you're taking revenue out of the community. You're taking uh, job security. You're taking health insurance. So not only are these crimes themselves having an impact, but they're starting to have a, a, a cyclical impact in the community. Yeah, it's a very sickening effect, you know, and these, I call them, uh, well, they're criminals, but they don't seem to have any remorse or any thought of even being caught. Because in those times when you're robbing a bank or doing any type of illegal activity, you're cognizant of uh, what you're doing and hopefully you don't get caught. These guys basically just walk in, do what they want and walk right out. Okay. I mean, that is true. That's true. Um, how do you think we got here, right? Because crime is not new. Um, retail store environments aren't new. There have been some some changes the last couple of years. I mean, um, some big uh, social changes, right? We, we know that um, the workforce doesn't all commute the same way. So there's less traffic in that sense. And... Um, there have been other social changes that have happened the last couple of years. So 
why or how has that impacted, or not if it's impacted, I don't know, but what happened with criminality? Since when did criminality become fearless? Because that's what we're saying now. People just go in stores and steal tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff in the middle of the day in front of anyone. I think there's a lot, a couple of factors in play. One is a lot of, well, I don't know if it's a lot, but people who have perpetrated crimes and maybe were uh, assaulted or arrested turned around and sued the corporation, even though I don't know how you have a leg to stand on when you're the one that's actually the perpetrator. But a lot of corporations figure it's easier to deal with it, to not prosecute and not try to, uh, I guess, stop them. They just have insurance and the, the, the goods are insured. So they'd rather them just take the property and leave and we'll get the money back from insurance. So that could be one reason. Because I spoke to some people that work as security guards and they said that they're not allowed to stop or apprehend people that are doing these blatant crimes. I'm like, I thought this was your job. He's like, nope. They do have people that's what's called quote-unquote loss prevention. But their job and title is to actually look out for people that may be engaging in shoplifting and other nefarious activities, but the actual security guards are not allowed to apprehend or stop perpetrators. No, I get that. And I mean, that that is a little shocking for people who don't know that. Um, funny enough, many, many years ago, decades ago, that was actually one of my vocations. I was a security guard and I had that training. Um, but I think to your point, um, again, as far as the different factors, there's something that has changed in the way criminals view crime. And there are other factors we haven't touched yet, but it's just this notion that I'm not worried about getting caught anymore. And I think that's where there appears to be a, a difference in the approach and the scale of it. Because like you said, shoplifting, I'm trying to sneak what I'm doing. I mean, our listeners can't see my hand movements, but you get what I'm saying. I'm trying to sneak things in my pocket. No, these are people that are crashing through windows, breaking through doors, grabbing everything off the rack and just running out, or worse, entering a gunpoint and basically treating retail establishments like banks. And to your point, the banks are not, I mean, the retail establishments are not responding like banks, which is just let them take it. Just let them go. What's going on, man? I don't understand it. I want something good to listen to. I demand it. All the real artists on another planet. And me, I'm the last MC still standing. No, that's true, and it's funny. They're taking the stuff as though it belongs to them. It's not like I'm, like you said, I'm trying to sneak out uh, some cologne or some lipstick or something and put put in my pocket or purse and steal. No, I'm taking the whole row. I, this all belongs to me. Where's my bag? Oh, I need more. And exactly. It's just crazy. That's just the exactly. way they they view it. Exactly. And, and that's true. And, and again, I think that's the reason for tonight's episode, Five Finger Discount, because we're emphasizing that something has changed in, in the nature of this type of criminality where, like you just said, the criminals feel like this is right. Like this is the way we're supposed to live and process. We're not, I think in some cases they're not even wearing masks. So it's not that they're trying to hide their identity. Um, for some of the other factors, I mean, because there's a lot of things, again, for people not listening to the news or tuning it out. There's a lot of things that may be missed. Um, there has been an influx of migrants, immigrants, some legal, some illegal, um, the last couple of years. 
a lot of illegal, the numbers have gone up. And that has people on both sides of the political aisle, um, you know, putting out their views on it. But the reality, although that a lot of people coming to the country do need help and are not necessarily harmful, there are percentages that are harmful. So what happens now, and the reason I bring it up is because some of the stories in New York the last couple of weeks have been um, involving migrants also participating in this kind of activities. And there was literally um, a video of a migrant who actually was shoplifting, got caught, I believe, then pulled a gun out and started shooting at the person who caught him. So to your point, it started with the minor, let me try to put this in my pocket, but now that I'm caught, I'll just, I'll just shoot whoever's trying to stop me. And that's just one example. That's not to, to disparage, you know, migrants and the need for people to seek asylum, but it is adding complexity, right? Because again, it's some ways it's, fe it's feeding this narrative that I can just do whatever I want, whatever I want. And like you said, there's some change in retail criminality where this is, this is our stuff. We own the store. We'll just take whatever we want, whatever we want. And this is normal. So again, it's trying to figure out when did this shift happen when I'm trying not to get caught doing stuff to now, why would I get caught doing stuff? Well, I have not studied this, but to me, this all started uh, during the Black Lives Matter George Floyd protests where people were going into stores and just taking stuff and felt it was their right to take the stuff. It wasn't like we're hiding, we're taking this stuff and the system owes us. That is really ingenious. I, I, I think that is not just <laughs> very much on point. I think that does give a solid foundation. I like the fact you prefaced it, that you didn't study it. So obviously studies would hopefully be done by someone who that's their profession. So hopefully one of our listeners is a sociologist and can take that as a jumping point. But um to your point, yes, that makes that makes sense because you're right. There does seem to be a certain entitlement and almost a statement, right? This is mine. I'm supposed to do this. And that makes sense because timing-wise, it seems to have followed that tremendous summer of 2020 and the years since. And um, that's actually a really good premise. I mean, honestly, I haven't studied it either, but it makes sense that, you know, if people are striking back against the system and the system is the problem, right? Now I'm not trying to sneak what I'm doing. I'm challenging the system. So I'm going to be as blatant as I can. Yeah. I mean, I know we're talking about the five finger discount, but I see it in a lot of different, uh, you know, ways of life. I see people who don't pay it off for uh, the mass transit. Now mass transit obviously is there to help us get around the city for those of us that don't want to or don't have vehicles to drive, these people tell me that they don't believe in ever paying for the, the mass transportation system, which if no one pays, I don't know how it could stay in business, but they said, oh, no, it's, it's supposed to be free. It's my right to get on the bus and go for free. I don't pay for trains. You, too. you know, I, don't, I find it unbelievable, but that's, that's their mentality. I've, I've heard the same thing. And, and again, you're right, that... that that is still a five-finger discount. It's a different type of five-finger discount, but it is the same notion that I can steal or take or get away with, and I'm entitled to it, 
So uh, it, it, it does fit under today's uh, episode. And again, I'm going to go back to, well, I mean, you did give a, a genesis of it, possibly being the, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests, which in some cases devolved. And, and it's, it's important for all of our listeners to know, we're not blaming Black Lives Matter. We're saying that in that scenario, there were people that took advantage of that scenario. And they were not there simply to speak out on, on, on injustice. They were there to take advantage of speaking out on injustice and to profit from it. So again, I think, you know, that's a good premise that there were people who took that opportunity to basically challenge the system for their own personal gain. Yeah, and I think there's no retribution. And a lot of times, the people that get into a whole inconvenience are regular citizens. Because I know that now everything is locked up when you go to a store. And you have to actually ring the bell and wait for somebody to come out to get what your your goods you're looking for. No, 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 that's exactly right. And that's even the stories that still exist. Because like you said, in addition to um, stores making it much more inconvenient to shop, there also is, um, again, stores like Target and a few other of the larger name brand stores have closed many of their locations, right? And part of that is because... I guess they were just getting robbed too often. So it just became um, more cost effective to basically shut down. And like I said, that has a deletive effect in, in, in communities, right? Because when these big box stores start to close down, they're taking their jobs and they're taking that part of the economy with them. And that's that could be felt down the road, basically. No, it's true. And I know even myself, I might be on my lunch break and I say, oh, I need to get some topic from Walgreens. So the drugstore has a lot of good things you need to go pick up. But if everything is locked up behind the counter and I have to wait 20 minutes when I'm on a lunch break, I'm not going to go. I'll just go to another store. So they're losing revenue they would be getting from me, but I'm only one person. But if everybody says the same thing, I'm not going to go because... Everything's locked up now, and I don't have time to wait to get these good goods. Again, like you're saying, they're losing money, so of course they may close stores down, and it's a cyclical for everybody's being affected by this. Tired of the same rap songs, uh-huh. every new hit should sing along. Yeah. Rap is so boring, I'll correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It's like they took the art art form. I'm tired of the same rap songs. Exactly. No, no, no. The five finger discount is real, and. um and like you said, it's not that it never existed before, but it's 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 just grown in tone and 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 status and 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 intensity and scale. All these things. I mean, and it's weird because I do know sometimes the pol- police will report the crime stats, and sometimes they say the numbers are down, right? Like in some ways they say numbers are down in the subway in the, in the amount of subway crimes, even though it's spiking. So I guess it depends on when you actually check. But same thing, they say that retail crime, I think, by some measurement is down, yet by other measurements it's up. But what you've identified, and the reason why we did this episode tonight, is that the blatancy is real. Like when you see the videos of it, you do see criminals that are programmed to think this is this is my right. 
and I'm just going to take everything I see and get away with it. And, you know, they may get caught down the road, but again, the blatancy of their actions is what we're really calling out tonight. Just the fact that so many people are not respecting anything, rule of law, um, rule of retail, right? You go to stores, you buy stuff. That's not surprising. That's kind of been the nature of retail. And there's no shame in their game. The reason I say that, I've been, I used to work on Fulham Road. Now I work in Washington Heights. But when I worked on Fulham Road, people are walking up and down the street with a bag full of beeping stuff and they don't even seem ashamed. I wouldn't be walking around with sensors going off of something I stole and act like everything's normal. They're walking like it's part of, that's part for the course. No, I, I hear you. I, I, I can't even fathom that myself. And some of that makes me wonder how much of this is generational, right? Maybe um, the same way people ahead of us couldn't fathom some of the things they saw us doing. Maybe there's some of that in this. And I'm saying maybe because I'm just trying to put multiple variables out there. Clearly something has changed in a negative way. And again, there's a, a much bigger effect to it because it is going to affect um communities and it is going to affect local economies right so it is it is going to eventually have a very very draining effect if stores say you know what these areas are too bad and we're just going to focus on the areas that crime is not happening in and so on and so forth and uh we're going to protect those areas and whatever now you're going to have a certain level of segregation right which we've always had sadly but again as long as it was separate but equal Right. I guess we were okay. As long as we had Walgreens and Target in our areas, it was okay. But if Walgreens and Target say it's not okay to be in the areas because of the way of the way that the crime, the criminals are acting. So we're not going to be in the areas anymore. Then we're going to complain about it. Cause like you said, now we're going to have a loss of jobs, a loss of access to, to, to needed items. And all of a sudden we're going to be like, how did this happen? So part of the alarm that we're trying to raise now is we need to try to figure out what's going on now so there isn't this exodus of stores that we need because they're here for a reason. The stores are in our communities for a reason. I think you made a good point, though, when you said what has changed. You know, both of us, if we were to come home with something that our parents know that we didn't purchase, where did you get this? Take it back where you get it from. You were taught not to not to steal. That's something that's inherently was taught to us, and we followed those rules. There's a breakdown, I guess, in parenting where these people don't have that type of structure because their parents are allowing them to bring stuff in the house, and maybe they run the house. Maybe the parents are scared of them. I don't know. But it's just a, a big shift because, you know, when we grew growing up, not only our parents would be disappointed in us, but our neighbors would also be like, oh, I can't believe you would do this. Whereas nowadays, maybe that's not the effect. That's a good, yeah, no, no that, that is a good point. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe the view of, of being a thief has changed. And maybe now, we know that they're not robbing her. Like, we know that they're not actually trying to enrich the community, right? They're trying to enrich themselves. But maybe there is this devalue or devolving of um, not just norms, but a shifting of norms, like I said, where now 
you know, being a thief is considered a positive, right? You take what you want, you have it, and you got it, and don't worry about how you got it. And you're right, we came up at a time when you wanted to get it the right way. You wanted to earn it, you wanted to achieve it. And, you know, for some people, maybe taking it now is the new achievement. Stealing is the new achieving. I don't think so, but maybe you're right. Somehow parenting got crossed up and stealing is the new achieving. It could be. I'm not putting it all on the parents. I'm just saying definitely things have changed a lot from when we grew up and our generation. So we do hopefully move forward with certain things, but maybe certain things we need to go back to. Agreed and well said. You're right. Maybe it's about moving forward. Maybe it's about going back to foundations. Um, something has to be done. Like something has changed and something either needs to be changed back or corrected. So you're right. Not sure what that looks like, which leads us to our call to action because um, that's where we do try to find something that we can impart with our listeners to, to take from the episode and put into action because, you know, it might not seem like a big deal. But um, it is a big deal because, number one, we're promoting negative values. When I say we, society is promoting negative values. Stealing is not achieving. Let's just be very clear about that. Number two, um, people are being harmed. When I say harmed, not, yes, some people are being physically harmed, right? When, and when any when anytime something happens at gunpoint, there's the risk of someone being shot and or killed because that's the nature of that. So people are in danger of being harmed, being harmed. But then there's also the reality of being involved with that kind of crime. Again, you work in retail, so you understand the, the danger of that. And then there's the, the cyclical effect that you mentioned that, again, eventually communities are going to become dilapidated when stores just can't make money or just don't feel the need to be in certain areas. What's going on, man? I don't understand it. I want something good to listen to. I demand it. All the real artists on another planet. And me, I'm the last MC still standing. Oh, well said. And that's true. And, you know, I think the people need to understand, the people who are perpetrating these crimes, it's not worth it. You might do it 50 times and never get caught, but the one time you get caught, you could, one, end up getting shot because you have, um, you know, maybe you have a weapon on you or uh, you just happen to be the trigger-happy police officer. Two, if you get caught and you get put in jail, was this really worth it? Now you have a record, you can't get a job and you come out, you ruin your life over... You know, a few dollars. Is that really worth it? That's that what you want for your, for your future? No, I hear that. And, and, and that's true. And again, I think the problem is for some people, it's not just a few dollars. Some people are doing it at, at, at the value of tens of thousands of dollars. And that's why I think it's important to, like you said, emphasize that stealing is not achieving because we don't want people to take away that if the dollar amount is worth it, then it's okay. Right. So if I get a hundred grand, you know, because I think when they robbed the Gucci store, they 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 got a lot of money worth of merchandise. And there was another incident where they robbed some jewelry store. That was in the hundreds of thousands because they were just breaking glasses and just grabbing diamonds. So, I mean, there are some people, some of these criminals who are using the five finger discount and, you know, getting a lot more than, uh, you know, a few dollars. But ultimately, what is a call to action? Like, what can we do? Um, I guess just as members of the community that want our retail establishments to be respected. Well, 
I'm not totally sure what you can do except try to educate your younger uh, relatives about the negative things that, you know, goes along with what they're doing, if they're the ones doing it or they know people who are doing certain things. Um, also, I guess you're important on the effects, like you said. There's going to be less stores in the community, less, less job opportunities. It means you're traveling a lot further to get your goods and services that you were able to get a lot closer. Because, again, if you don't have a Target or Walgreens and you don't have a car, that could be a very, you know, extensive uh, trip to go out there to get things that you might need for the household. You know, during the wintertime, you might need to get cold medicine or other types of things that are not really available. You don't sell those in everyday stores. So you may need to go to a, a Walgreens or whatever. So and, uh, that could be a bad, um, it have a bad effect on the community, give you less opportunities so they're able to buy stuff that you need. Okay. Okay. Definitely a good point. Definitely a good call to action. Definitely. Um, hopefully some uh, food for thought for our listeners that they can actually um, take within themselves and then share it with others. I think my call to action is going to basically be to um, kind of start to rebuild our community as far as the way we talk and share information with each other. Because like you said, when we grew up, had anyone, quote unquote, been a thief, they would have been looked down upon by all the neighbors, everyone on the block. It just would have been a negative. So it wouldn't have been like you just got away with it. It would have been that you would have been ashamed. You might not have cared. But it would have been looked down upon and you would have known that. Right. And like you said, part of what we're talking about tonight is the brazenness of this. It's not just I'm in need of something and I'm taking it. That's not right either. But that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is almost a celebration of crime. And we have to start uncelebrating crime. We have to start showing that crime is a negative. It is not something to be respected. It's not something to be celebrated. Not just to tell our, our young people that, but just communally, just to know that the criminals do not represent and reflect us. So I think it's important for us to get back to good community values and to acknowledge that stealing is not achieving. Well said. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And likewise, well said on the points you made. Um, these are, the, you know, these are communities where we live and these stores are actually part of our communities. And I think we don't always do that. I think sometimes we think of it as other but we understand. We talked about this. I think at one point we did an episode where we mentioned the Rodney King riots. And we're like, you're destroying the very stores that you need to shop in. And that's kind of what's happening now. We're attacking and, and, and looting the very stores that we need to shop from. And it is going to hurt us at some point. That is 100% true, my brother. Well, hopefully our listeners will... Uh, have some good takeaways from this and hopefully if we do a future episode it'll be very different it'll be one where we're talking about the changes or perhaps the reversions to the past where um the five finger discount is not happening amen <laughs> <laughs> well for our listeners i am sean p i'm big group and we are the brothers Peace out. I'm tired of the same rap songs. 
every new hit, sing along. Rapper so boring, now correct me if I'm wrong. It's like they took the art out the art form. What's going on, man? I don't understand it. I want something good to listen to, I demand it. All the real artists on another planet, and me, I'm the last MC still standing.